dare change the channel. Don't you know the show is about to begin? By following us on Facebook and Patreon, we'll give you exclusive content and keep you updated. So I just posted a picture. I just was like, I want to see if I can come up with a cool picture. AI does not understand how vehicles work. Well, all right. Cars are driving backwards on the freeway. Yeah. Well, folks, this is the Oddity Project. Keith is back this week. I do want to apologize that last week's last episode was a bit longer than normal. So this week, we'll try to keep it a little bit shorter. Maybe only by like five, ten minutes, but... It's going to be shorter, I promise. I was thinking like 30 seconds. I know, we could probably go like five. I'll stay up till four in the morning recording again. Sounds like fun. Oh, yeah. Actually, I wasn't even recording that late, but editing. Yeah, I crawled my ass into bed at like 4.30 that morning, so I was like, let's just get this done. Well, Keith came up with the topic this week, and we're going to talk some dad jokes. Some of these may be funny, they may be corny and hacky, and you've heard them all to death, but you know what? If we're listening to them on here, it's because we like them. And I have a good cheat sheet. I mean, I have a lot of them off the top of my head, because I've known them for a long time, but I have a book. Oh, shit. I didn't even know anything like that existed. And a lot of them are hurt ones I've already heard before, so they're not anything, like, too crazy. Like, I don't have the advantage, and we're not in a race anyways, so... I'll let you go ahead and start off with a couple dad jokes. Actually, better Um, yet, I got a better idea to start it off instead of just going straight into dad jokes. What's that? So, you know, growing up, dad always makes dumb jokes and you're like, dad, it's not funny. Do you remember like around what age when you finally finally clicked in your head that you're like, I get it. I understand what is so comical about dad jokes now. Oh, man, I was probably like, I don't know, somewhere around like. 11 to 13 once they really started to click so that's about a fair age for me it was probably closer to 15 16 when i lived with my grandparents because my dad's a cowboy he doesn't have very many dad jokes he's got a very stern sense of humor like it's not even dry it's just it's bad (laughs) there's there's no humor there (laughs) sometimes like my dad can make some funny jokes and stuff but they're not even dad jokes at that point it's just like, oh, okay, like I know why it's funny, but all right. Like, you know, I don't know if your dad ever did this, but you'll be going to like the grocery store or something. Your dad will fart and lock the windows so you can't roll them down. You're all like uh, mm-hmm. fucking dying in the car. Yep. All the damn time. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like, like a very dad thing to do. Hey, you know what? It's one of my favorite things to do now. <laughs> I get why he did it. It's like, you know, when we had Chase on for the uh, happy endings. I made the joke that everyone likes their own brand. Thank you, Austin Powers. It doesn't bother you any, but like everyone else, because they're not expecting it. You're like, you know, you drive past a dairy farm. You're like, oh, that's cow shit. You're driving. There's nothing on the road. And all of a sudden you smell something. You're like, who just shit their pants? (laughs) The only thing better than that, and just because it irritates the ever living hell out of my fiance is like you know our bathroom is connected to our bedroom so i'll go in there to you know take a leak and then i'll come back out say it's around bedtime she'll be trying to get in bed and i'll just bust ass and she gets pissed like you were literally just in the bathroom you couldn't do it there i was like no i save it till we get in bed so i can warm you with my methane dude whatever has been going around this area there's been like a nasty stomach bug and it's like, it won't fully go away, but like everyone's recovered from it in my house. My fiance, she had some nasty gas one night and she will say that I was gagging. I was not gagging. I promise you I was not. But I was like, most people in America now sleep with separate blankets. Same bed, just separate blankets. It's easier. You're not fighting over covers all night. What's that like? So, I don't have to worry about being Dutch oven because she farted on her side of the bed. <laughs> so I grabbed my blanket. I was like, oh, God, that is bad. And I had my fan. So I was blowing the fan underneath my blanket. And she's like, oh, you were gagging. And I'm like, no, I was not. That was just <laughs> fucking ripe. <laughs> to answer your question, um, sleeping with your own blanket is awesome. I sleep with my 20 pound weighted blanket and my cats on my side of the bed anyways. But it's worth it because you're not fighting over covers when we first moved in and whatnot it was like 
she would say that I hogged the blankets all night, but I know damn well I froze my ass off. And come to find out, it was because the blanket just rolled off our shoulders and was in the middle of the bed the whole time. I recommend sleeping with separate blankets. I mean, putting a top blanket on, not a big deal. Get a king-size blanket, it covers up everything. Having your own personal blanket, it's worth it. Yeah, that would be nice some nights, because... Yeah, somebody thinks we need two blankets and then she needs to sleep up against me all night. So it's like I sleep in a fucking sauna every night. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love my I fiance. <laughs> we both love our fiancés, but women are heaters. Always complaining that they're cold, but they're hot all the fucking time. You touch them and you're like, God damn it. Man, I straight up like, guess we're not getting to the dad jokes yet because this is our little... uh bitching session because you know we hardly ever get to do that yeah now that the weather has warmed up i swear to god she's trying to kill me it's like i'm we're still at a point like i'm okay having fans on throughout the day and open up a couple windows right but then like once it comes time like she's ready to go to bed obviously you know i work late so she's asleep by the time i come home most of the time She'll have all the windows shut, all the fans off, and it's like a nice balmy 78 degrees in here with no air moving whatsoever. <laughs> and it's like you just walk in the door and instantly I was like, oh, I got ass sweat already, and I'm three feet in the door. Like, this is ridiculous. I said, oh, no, I'm, it's comfy for me. Like, I don't know how. This is, nobody likes this. I have a little uh, retro desk fan that sits on my nightstand, and it blows just downwards towards me on my side of the bed. If the power goes out, and that fan's off, I wake up instantly. Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people. TV on, fan on. I can't sleep without it. Uh, yeah, no. Gotta gotta have a fan on to sleep. Here where we're at, it's been pretty back and forth if it wants to stay in winter or if it wants to finally move into spring. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday were fairly decent days. Thursday, it was like a fucking blizzard. And then today was like, it got up to 50, and then... By early afternoon, it dropped down to, like, the low 40s. Nice. Yeah, we're, for the most part, getting warm. I think we're supposed to have a cold front move through again over the weekend, if I remember right. You guys are probably getting the storm that just hit us. I, you know what's fucked up is, you know, I sent you a picture earlier of that storm building up, and it rained for about a minute and a half. Then we didn't get jack shit the rest of the afternoon. It rained a couple times but not for very long and it was like that freezing cold where it wasn't quite hail it wasn't snow but it was just that cold rain and it hits you and it's like you go outside and it's snowing you get snow on your clothes you just brush it off you're a little wet whatever this shit like you're sopping wet and you're like well warm clothes now because or dry clothes at least because it's bad yeah, so yeah, the cold front's actually moving in on us tonight, so the high today was 87 for my area, the high tomorrow's only 55. That's a pretty drastic change. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's Kansas for you. A high of 87 in April? Jesus. I'm staying in Utah then, because we don't start seeing the 80s until like May. <laughs> Fuck, by May we're already up in the 90s. Well, come to Utah, we have mountains. Come to Kansas, we have tornadoes. Pass. I'm going to top off my drink really quick and then go for it. Roll into some dad jokes. Because we're both dads. We got to get some good practice in. <laughs> I wasn't going to have a drink tonight, but I was falling asleep sitting here working on my project. And I had a little bit of this uh, raspberry rum daiquiri thing. I was like, well, I could use a little bit of caffeine. So I'll just finish that off. Keith, go ahead and start us off with some good dad jokes. I want to hear some good Midwestern humor. <laughs> the other day, we were trying to get some stuff moved. Get some stuff moved, and we were using the fiancé's car to, you know, get stuff taken to the storage unit. And she was trying to take car seat out of the car, and she asked, how do one-armed mothers do it? Without missing a beat, I had to tell her, well, single-handedly. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Did you come up with that one on your own? No, I read that one. <laughs> I mean, I haven't got to the point in my life that I've started just clicking, you know, dad joke, dad joke, dad joke, like. You know, one that I like to use all the time. Of course, it's a little different because, you know, the kids don't call me dad. Oh, you know, they, they <laughs> like to complain about being hungry all the time and I always just have to respond with it. Well, hi, hungry. I'm Keith. It annoys That's a classic me. one. Oh, it is. 
you want to hear my favorite dad joke and it's like more of an anti-joke than a dad joke but it's still a dad joke like only dads make this one yes how do you make a plumber sad how murder his whole family jesus (laughs) god damn i actually have a a good spread of memes on my phone too that are dad jokes let me scroll up to those because they're some of my favorite ones i gotta get past all the pictures of the weird shit aaron did when we lived together and all that oh yeah you know garrett the other day i was having a pretty bad day i was talking to one of my buddies he tried to cheer me up you know what he told me what did he tell you he said cheer up it could be worse you could be stuck in an underground you'd be stuck underground in a hole full of water I know he means well, but I didn't feel any better after it. <laughs> I actually haven't heard that one before. That was a good one. <laughs> so this is like my actual dad joke. That's one of my favorites. What do you call a group of killer whales playing instruments? Hmm. An orchestra. Right. I should have known that. <laughs> that have been last night that really threw the youngest through a loop because he just couldn't figure out why it was funny, why everybody else was laughing. So they were reading a a book and it was about sea life and I got on to squids or octopus, something like that. So I asked the youngest, I was like, Hey, how many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? And he just kind of looked at me and he's, of course he's like, I'm four. It's like, no, 10 tickles. <laughs> Everybody else thought it was funny. He just sitting there like that. What? Let me guess. He folded his arms too, and he was like, I don't see what's funny about that. <laughs> yup. <laughs> this one, in today's terminology, it's not PC, but I'm still going to say it because it's fucking hilarious. Someone said my clothes were gay. I said, yeah, they came out of the closet this morning. No. <laughs> <laughs> what's the loneliest cheese? Blue cheese. Provolone. Uh, I should have fucking got that. That's like an easy one. And I was like, I don't know, like blue, like melancholy. No, dad jokes are a play on words. I'm a fucking retard. Okay, I got to I got to stop saying that word. It's R worded. Uh, God, I'm pretty bad with it. Today, while I was at work, some guy came in and he tried to sell me a coffin. I told him that's the last thing I need. <laughs> Not the uh, oldest christmas program that just took place over the winter for you know a school event before we were headed out i told him i was like hey don't forget to take a bucket he's looking at me he's why do i i don't need a bucket for this so yeah you do carry your tune there you go (laughs) whenever i say i want to start eating healthy a chocolate bar looks at me and snickers (laughs) i'm gonna send you that one because i know that's your favorite candy there i just sent you the message how do you tell the difference between a frog and a horny toad? How? The frog says ribbit, ribbit. The horny toad says rubbit, rubbit. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a long time. <laughs> okay, so this isn't an actual dad joke. This is a grandpa joke because it made no fucking sense. My uncle had just got out of jail and he was staying with us for a while and we're sitting at the table eating dinner. But my uncle, like, when he was there, he controlled the TV. It was like we had to watch what my uncle wanted to watch. Mm. And he was watching Finding Bigfoot and uh, oh, what's that one with all the hillbillies and they're looking for all the cryptids like Mountain Men or oh, uh, Mountain Monsters. or It's going to bug me. Hold on. It's called Mountain Monsters. And so he would watch that shit all the time. And me and my brother were sitting at the <laughs> table and if you get me and my brother in the same room, we will roast everyone who's sitting there. And so we were roasting my uncle on watching all these cryptid shows and whatnot, because my uncle, like, it's just weird to see that he got so into cryptids. So we're eating dinner. My grandpa goes, you want to know how to find a Sasquatch in the woods? And we're like expecting some like quirky punchline. Mm-hmm. And he goes, all you do is open up the door and say, hey, Charlie, it's time for dinner. And we all sat there puzzled, like trying to figure out what the fuck he meant by it. And he was laughing his ass off. Still to this day, I have no idea what the hell he meant by <laughs> saying to, how to call it Sasquatch or find one is to say, hey, Charlie, it's time for dinner. My best guess 
is that he knows someone named Charlie who could be considered Bigfoot because he's tall and hairy. I, yeah, that would, I don't know. <laughs> that's my best guess, but that's the best uh, grandpa joke I've got. Garrett, do you want to hear a joke about paper? Yes. Ah, never mind. It's terrible. Oh. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> you got me. Why did the pony ask for a glass of water? Because he was a little horse. Ah, you knew that one, you bitch. <laughs> I went to a strip club one time and there was a one-legged stripper. Do you know what her name was? Eileen. <laughs> but, um, that was a bad one. <laughs> Why do seagulls fly over the ocean? Because if they flew over the bay, they'd be a bagel. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that joke in, like, it was worded differently, so I was like, I had to think for a sec, is that the same punchline? What do you call a fish with no eyes? A fish. There you go. You know how I know I'm starting to get old? How? I went to the liquor store the other day, and the cashier tried to card me, and as I was pulling my wallet out, my Blockbuster card fell out of my wallet, and he said, never mind. If you still carried your Blockbuster card in 2023, <laughs> I would have some serious... I have, like, some serious questions about what you do in your free time. <laughs> Stand outside of the Netflix headquarters. Boo! <laughs> Even though Blockbuster did it to themselves. Yeah. How do you organize an event in outer space? How? You plan it. No. The simplest option, and that didn't even pop into my mind. Oh, the same thing with the fucking provolone one. I was like, oh, I don't know, blue cheese? Because it's <laughs> shit. Well, here's one speaking of jails and prisons. How do prisoners, how do they call each other? I don't know how. Cell phones. Ooh. That was punny. That was good. What do you call a fake noodle? An impasta. There you go. What did you think of the two antennas wedding? Hmm. The ceremony wasn't much, but the reception was great. <laughs> That's an old TV joke that people today won't understand. Yeah, no, they wouldn't. Uh, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that kind of stuff anymore. I didn't really grow up with the whole antenna bit for TVs, but like radios, we had a lot of radios that had like dual antennas and you had to have mm -hmm. one facing this way and one out that way. I've been to homes that people had those TV and they actually used them, but I don't have experience with actually using one of those TVs. I'm going to go on a bit of a rant here because I've actually had this on my mind for a little bit. Go for it. We're going to do this as a whole topic later on. Why is why is it that millennials are? I hate using <laughs> like the whole generational terms and shit like we're just humans. We're just advancing when it comes to technology and shit like that. But people are like, why are you? Why are millennials <laughs> so attached to certain things and blah, blah, blah. But put it this way, people don't understand this until you explain it to them. Millennials hit that they were born in that time when like people weren't wanting to give up shit from the 80s. And then you're moving quickly into the 2000s. Look at it this way. The 90s were not the 90s. The 90s were 80s 2.0. It was people who were refusing to give up shit from the 80s because they loved The Breakfast Club and all these other shitty movies from the 80s like don't get me wrong. Some of my favorite movies are from the 80s. There's lots of bad ones out there that people still to this day think are like the best thing ever. Right. Technology advanced so quickly from the 90s to the early 2000s that us millennials, we grew up with that shit. Think about how many people today, like I could go ask any of my kids and none of them would fucking know what a floppy disk is. Right. You're like you could just go to download a pdf dude or an mp3 or whatever it's like yeah you can but it's like that's where shit came from it's it's a unique thing we watched and we grew up with technology advancing quicker and faster than ever in human history mm. think about how long it took us to get out of the stone age how long did people live in castles hundreds of years how long did we go from landing on the moon to having fucking internet right like shit is whack that's why we hold on to nostalgia because we watched things advance so fast in our lifetime whereas adults they just kind of were like 
oh, my job's getting harder or I've got to find a new job because we're getting replaced with robots and computers, you know, whatever. I'll fight. I'll make do. I'll work into something else. We grew up having to learn and adjust to technology advancing faster than we were actually aging at that point. Right. That's why people that's why us millennials quote air marks or air quotes, whatever. That's why we hold on to that shit so much is because we watched it in our lifetime. So that's why the antenna TV, it's like might not have been a common thing when we were little kids, but people still held on to it because they're like, I spent a lot of money on this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hold on to it. Like, you know, so, some of this technology nowadays, it's great and all, but sometimes it's just too much. Like it's the way I see it is we were the last generation to really like start to live when things were a lot simpler. And then as technology per- advanced, dude, shit just got more difficult and just needlessly because we have to have, you know, the latest and greatest, fastest fucking machines. And, and it's actually taken me a little bit of time myself to kind of appreciate some things like it's 2023 and I still drive a manual car. People are like, dude, cars are automatic now. You don't have to do that. It's not that I went out of my way to buy a manual car. It was just the best option for what I could afford. And I actually do enjoy the car a lot. It's a base model. There's no fancy features to it, but I appreciate everything else in my life that is more advanced. You have one of the current day best anti-theft devices at this point. Yeah. My oldest, when she got her license and whatnot, they didn't even teach people like in her driver's ed courses. They didn't even talk about driving manual. She didn't even know that cars came with a third pedal. Oh, God. (laughs) And so she was kind of like panicked about it. And she's like, how do you do that? I'm like. It's the first thing I did when I drove. The first vehicle I learned to drive was a 2000 Ford Ranger. And that motherfucker is still on the road to this day. My grandpa's brother bought it from him and put a new radiator in it. That thing has like 260,000 miles on it. No God AC, damn. no radio. <laughs> and see, that's how it was like. I learned, window. I learned how to drive a manual before I ever even fucking sat in an auto. Well, not sat in an automatic, but drove an automatic. I knew what you meant. Yeah. So I, I was the same way. Like, because it used to be, you know, we had, my uncle had an old, God, what was it? It's like a late 80s model S10 or maybe 90s model. I can't remember right off the top of my head. And, dude, I learned to drive that thing before I learned how to drive anything else. I will tell you this. <laughs> The scariest feeling any person can experience is when you're driving an automatic after driving a manual for months and you go reaching for the clutch and you can't find it and you're hopping on the freeway. <laughs> like, my fiance's car is an automatic. Mine is manual. And I was driving her car and I can't remember, I had to go pick up something and she was like, here's my card, go fill up my car while you go get groceries. Or it was, I think it was groceries. So I go hop on the freeway and I'm reaching for the clutch and I'm like fucking panic. And I'm like, where the fuck did it go? And then I'm like, oh, my God, this isn't even my fucking car. <laughs> that was fun. I'll be honest. Some days, dude, I get so fucking tired of driving manual. But my daily routine, it's not terrible at all. But like stop and go traffic. There's an accident on the freeway and you're stopped and you're creeping forward. Driving manual is fucking miserable. Yeah. Dude, as much as I drive for work, I'm glad that I don't have manual. Imagine if at your work, you guys had manual and you're like, I got to go do this and I got to be really quick. And then you just do your shit. You'd like in your head, you'd be like, I'm so fucking badass. But then like <laughs> everyone else watching is like, the fuck is that guy doing? <laughs> <laughs> he's grinding years over there. He don't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> Dude, I remember when I went looking at new cars so at the time i had to drive 45 minutes to work and my car was like maybe getting 28 miles a gallon on a good day on a bad day like i was lucky if i got 20 i was i was basically spending so much in gas that it was cheaper to get 
a car like a, have a car payment and pay for gas than it was to have my old car and pay for gas that's how bad it was like i'm pretty sure i was hitting like 13 miles a gallon some of those days i'll t- i'll share the story of what happened to that car in a minute but um i got sidetracked and then i oh just like yeah fuck it that thought's lost anyways <laughs> so i bought a toyota camry I still fucking love that car to this day. Like, I kind of miss it. Those seats were comfortable as shit. But we have a back driveway, and I parked in the back driveway, and it was the middle of winter, and the plow, they don't give a shit who parks on this, who has a back driveway or a front driveway on this street. They will put the snow pile in our back driveway, and I had to get into the driveway. So I'm like, fuck it. This car's got some power. I've got some badass brand-new tires. So I lined it up just right and I went over top of this hill like this ice mound and it broke the exhaust. And because the exhaust was broken, the car wasn't functioning properly. And so the gas just went downhill bad. I could have got up there and got some aluminum tape and fixed the hole. I went up underneath the car for, I don't know, like. I'll be realistic and say probably like five minutes, but it felt like an eternity. (laughs) Could not find where this hole was at. It was not off the manifold. It was somewhere off the exhaust line before it hit the muffler. I could not find it anywhere, and I got frustrated and said, fuck it. Oh, what I was saying. So I went to go look for the new car, and the car that I was actually really looking for, because it was a hell of a lot cheaper than what I ended up with, it was out on a extended test drive because it was a used car some dealerships will be like if we lose the car our insurance will cover it because it's used so they'll let people take cars for like a whole weekend sometimes oh yeah i've done that before like i didn't know that was a fucking thing i thought like a test drive was like you just go drive it for 10 minutes and then the salesperson's like so uh you want to go do some paperwork so i get to the lot and the car's gone and they're like oh yeah we uh Send it on a test drive and it won't be back till like Monday morning, which pissed me the fuck off because I was at the dealership right as they closed and the car was on the lot. And I was like, that's the fucking car I want. If it drives smoothly, I want it. I looked up all user reviews, all critic reviews like this was the fucking car I wanted. It's gone. So I ended up getting the car that I have now because it was more. But it's a weird thing. Covid fucked everything over used cars. We're selling like almost more than what new cars were. Oh, yeah. So got my car. I hadn't drove manual in a couple of years and I was pretty rusty. And I'm glad that the salesman was like, here's the keys. Just take it down the street. You know, yada, yada. It's like a, it's not even industrial. It's just like a business complex. Mm. And so he's like, just go take it. some parking lots. It's Saturday. None of them are open. Go have fun with it. And I got into a parking lot and I was like. Uh, so I got it into second and then third, fourth, like, okay. Okay. So this one has six gear. We're cool. German cars have a different reverse system than Japanese and American cars. Mm. Cause it's not below fifth gear. Obviously it's not six anyways, but you go to neutral, go to first, you push down then over, then up right next to first is reverse. Hmm. I've drove a six speed manual that was Japanese and the reverse was next to sixth. And that sketched me the fuck out. You push down a little bit and you accidentally slip into reverse when you're going from fifth to reverse. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Needless to say, I did not like that car. Yeah. No, see, I, I, one time I've test drove a truck from a local dealership here. And when I went out there, of course it was on a day off and the, the girl I was dating at the time lived down in Ponca City, which is like an hour away. I was talking to, and it's actually the guy who owns the dealership. He told me, oh, you know, just take it for the weekend, have a good time, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, just come back on Monday. Let me let me know how you like it. And I told him, I was like, well, I'm getting ready to, you know, go out of town. So I figured I'd just, you know, drive it around town real quick and then come back. He was, oh, no, no, no. Put some miles on it. See if you like it. Like, take it to Ponca City with you. Just enjoy the truck for the weekend. So, like, shit, okay. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. Like, filled the tank up and everything. And so, I was like, well, all right. Don't mind if I do. Not the truck you were looking for, though. 
I I wanted the truck, and he was only selling it for eleven thousand. Now, mind you, I don't make a a good paycheck by any means. I'm definitely better paid now than I was then, but they were selling it for like eleven thousand, and then when I went back to talk to him, it's oh yeah, you have to put a minimum of five thousand dollars down. I was like, it's an eleven thousand dollar truck, like what the fuck? It's like, yeah, no, we're I'm I'm good. Eleven thousand dollar truck and you're gonna finance for six? That, yeah, I was like, that's like, stupid. Don't they make more money off of the financing anyways? Yeah. Okay. That's weird. So I was like, yep, nope, I'll just keep my dodge and kept driving that until I uh, had a family, you know. I think that my Camry had better features when it came to having a family like the back seat was a little bit more spacious like not even like leg room just it seemed a bit wider mm-hmm. but i think right now i'd take the volkswagen over the camry any day just because i can go almost 600 miles 600 miles on a tank so i enjoy that i know i'm fucking hopefully gonna get my my current truck back up and running this week so we'll see if that happens since it's you know sat for six months now well i hope you're the best man i mean I probably, it's it doesn't need anything major the only problem is i don't get paid shit so it's hard to uh you know fuck with those kind of things when you're busy playing catch up from the last year of running a business that failed so it's fun but at least now you have like that steady income again yeah budgeting always sucks i mean God, I'm almost 30 years old and I fucking suck at spending my money. But I mean, I don't even buy a whole lot of like toys for myself anymore. Like, oh, cool. A new game's out. I want to go buy a new controller. I want to do this. I'm like, "Ah, I could probably go buy lunch for me and the kids. Yeah. I'll run to the gas station and buy everyone drinks today. I feel like being a nice guy. That's like, (laughs) that's my spending as a parent. About the only upside to the way the business went is my taxes are going to be good for me this year. Lucky. Yeah. (laughs) I just say, I understand why, you know, you see all these, you know, financial advisor influencers, whatever the fuck they want to call themselves. Like, you know, talk about how run your own business, blah, blah, blah. Like the tax part of it. I get it now. Anyways, we got off track pretty good there for a minute. I mean, (laughs) probably well needed. I mean, we haven't really, I mean, we haven't played games in, like, what, three fucking weeks now? and oh, Shit, I think it's been longer than that. Life gets busy. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Holy shit. But in my free time lately, I have been watching a new documentary. Uh-oh. I'm in trouble. It's about beavers. It's the best damn show I've ever seen. Is it two angry beavers? Oh, that just went right over your head, didn't it? Are you watching Pornhub? No. It's yeah, it went beavers. over my head. It's about beavers. It's the best damn show I've oh, ever seen. <laughs> I've, made the, I've made the statement several times on this show that I had a problem with documentaries, and so you said documentaries, and I was like fully invested on that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Let me see if my uh, handy-dandy cheat sheet will get you here. I read a book last week about glue. Do you know how it was? Probably so good it was impossible to put down. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. Here's a here's a hacky bar joke for you. Go on. A ham sandwich walks into a bar and order orders a beer. The bartender says, "Sorry, we don't serve food here." That's a good one. <laughs> when a woman is giving birth, she is literally kidding. No shit. <laughs> Where do you go to make dessert? Hmm. Sunday school. Oh man. Did you know I uh, started a diet. I did not. Yeah, it's a seafood diet, and it's going to be really tough for me because I lost a bit to a friend, and the problem there is I'm a vegetarian. There you go. That's a good one. (laughs) I got a question for you. I got an answer. Why can't T-Rex clap their hands? Why? Because they're extinct. Did did I ever send you the meme that was like the mom T-Rex and the baby T-Rex, and he's like, look, mom hands and he's got his hands on the handlebars and she's like Ricky that is awesome (laughs) what did one German man say to the other German man what I don't have a clue I don't speak German 
There you go. A priest, <laughs> a minister, and a rabbit walk into a bar. The rabbit looks to the bartender and says, I think I'm a typo. Oh, <laughs> uh, this one's going to offend the religious Have you ever heard of the reverse exorcism? No. Uh, it's where a demon yells at a priest to get out of the 12-year-old boy. Ooh. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Oh, fuck. I made kind of a dad joke today at work. So the way that it's set up, there's four operators. And it's kind of like in groups of two. But like, we're not separate. We all do the same job. But in the rotation, two of us stay at the same kind of like area. Like two people will be on order filling. And then two people will be at the computer. One's actually at the computer. The other one is support and forklift and it's the new girl that i'm well she's not even new she's been there for a while but her name's Haley. her Haley and i are in the same rotation like if we're either seven to three or eight to four we're we're on the same clock in clock out schedule i don't know how it came up but she was talking about how you know like if you're league if you're 18 you're an adult and why can't you do this why can't you do that yada yada and i said 18 years old is when your juvenile trial expires. And it's like, here's a semi dose into adulthood. <laughs> and she's like, I have never heard anyone call it a juvenile trial. And I was like, neither have I, because I just fucking made it up. <laughs> That's your free subscription to life. And then it's like, you get 18 years of it. And then there you go. Depending on parents. I know some parents are like, my babies can stay here as long as they want. Dude, I know. Sorry, my voice just cracked there. I sounded like a 12 year old boy. I know a family. There's four boys. The oldest is my age. The younger two are, or the middle two are twins. And then the younger one's like 23, 24. And their mom is like, no, I don't want you guys to ever move out. You, we'll just buy a bigger house. You guys can live here forever. She's super religious and she's like so encapsulated into that whole like take care of family mindset i'm like god that's kind of creepy i was out of my mom's house when i was 15 i haven't lived with my dad since i was three but i think my grandparents were happy when i moved out like fuck spent 28 years with kids in the house and then we got grandkids living here now fuck i want the house (laughs) oh garrett what do you call a dog with no legs what does it really matter because he's not coming to you anyway What do you call a man in the middle of the ocean with no arms and legs? A bobber. Fucked. <laughs> that's a that's a gentleman joke, not a dad joke. What has two thumbs and won't crap? My toddler. <laughs> <laughs> that's a better answer than what I was going to give. <laughs> what is your answer? <laughs> Me because I'm constipated. <laughs> Olive oil apparently works great. Hmm. Just put olive oil on your thumb and, you know, right there you go. The girl I was dating before I, you know, my fiance and I got together, we had to split up because we just really couldn't click because she didn't understand how I liked my coffee. How do you like your coffee? Same way I like my women without other people's dicks in it. Ooh, slow burn. (laughs) I hope she hears this and she's like, God damn it. You're right. (laughs) Why was the skeleton so calm? Why? Because nothing got under his skin. (laughs) That's one I've never heard before, and I've had this book for like almost three years, and I've never read it. Two guys walk into a bar. The third man ducks. I like the the World War II version of that joke. (laughs) Two Nazis walk into a bar. (laughs) Why did my dad get fired from the calendar factory? Why? He kept taking time off. Uh, I get to make this joke a lot, but when we're out driving around, obviously I live in a rural area, so there's lots of livestock. And anytime we're out on the highway and we drive past a cow pasture, I always like to look over and shout, look, that cow over there is outstanding. I have a dad joke. I didn't even think about it until you said that one. And no <laughs> one is falling for it. And it pisses me the fuck off. You drive past a herd of cows and you say, look, a flock of cows. And they're supposed to respond. 
a herd of cows and you say, of course I've heard of cows. There's a flock over there. <laughs> so try that with with your boys and see if it works, because I'm waiting till my little one gets old enough and I can be like, yes, I finally did it. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, I uh, had a little bit of free time recently and I decided that I would do a little some people in my community to figure out how bad people are at fractions. You want to know the results? Tell me. I want to know. Five-fourths of all people I interviewed said they were bad with them. I can see why. <laughs> <laughs> Just the other weekend when I was doing editing, I stayed up all night wondering where the sun went, and then it dawned on me. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite things to do at the store is... Leave. Well, yeah, that's one of them. What's the so other one? I got something for that in a second. No, whenever I have to buy milk, whenever I'm checking out, they ask, you know, do you want the milk in a bag? And I say, no, it's usually better just to leave in the carton. <laughs> yeah, we're not Canadians. We don't have bag in a, <laughs> we have milk in a bag. Fucking weirdos. What do you call a deer with no eyes? No idea. God damn it. <laughs> I have too many generic dad jokes. I'm going to have to Google some. While what I Google it? some, tell me your joke really quick. What is your story? Two butts that kills people. I don't know. An assassin. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I should have got that. <laughs> Every time I hear the word assassin or assassin, I think dick dick out. I don't know why, but like, just to me, it's dick dick out because <laughs> it's opposite. <laughs> ass ass in, dick dick out. Now, one of these days when assassin tries to kill you and they in the final moments they tell you that they're an assassin there for you you're just gonna bust up laughing when those teenage redneck assassins come for chase and he hears this episode he's gonna be like yep dick dick out <laughs> uh, yeah no anyway my story which actually i'm gonna take like a two second pause and i'm gonna turn the heat on because I can definitely tell that cold front's coming through because it's chilly as fuck. You're good. I'm actually going to go take a piss, so right. it'll work out. Heath even has his little blankie with him because he's cold. Oh, and it's even his Yellowstone blanket. What a bitch. And I am back. Welcome back. Had to grab my nice comfy blanket. Your Yellowstone blanket? Yes. I saw it. It was a Christmas gift, and I tell you what, it is probably the comfiest blankets that I have. When I left working at the hospital, step back a little bit on that. So each department is given X amount of money that they can spend on their employees. And mm. some departments take full advantage of it and they'll have like one big ass party like as soon as they get the money and they'll be like raffles and whatnot and like the company's all paid for it. My boss was like, people are going to quit. People are going to leave. We'll still spend X amount of money every quarter and we'll have like a potluck kind of thing. Like either if it's like catered in food, like obviously a potluck, you're not going to have catered food, but she would do something nice nonetheless. But she saved so much money if people left and I left and she wasn't there that day because her two little girls were like a handful and the babysitter was like, you have to come pick up your kids. Like literally moments after she dropped them off, she wasn't there to deliver my gift. So she sent it in the mail to my house and I miss working there because I've never had a boss who was like reached out to me weeks after I quit and was like, Hey, I have your farewell gift. She sent me this blanket and it is the most comfy fucking blanket I've ever had. And it is the warmest blanket I've ever had. It's I even know what to describe. Like I've never had a blanket like this. She just went to Target and bought it. I it's usually the blanket that sits on top of my weighted blanket. Mm. Even the cats like if I have this blanket on the bed, the cats are like, yep, this is mine. <laughs> they will not sleep anywhere else in the house besides this fucking blanket. So 
I can share with you the sentiment on having some nice warm blankets. Oh, Cozy, yeah. soft. Oh, yeah. I'm all for it. Uh, see, I used to just not really care about, you know, having a quality blanket. And then as I've gotten older, it's like, yeah, it's really nice. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy to have it. I'm honestly the same fucking way. I had this one blanket off air. I will share the story about why I don't have this blanket any longer. When Aaron lived with me, he actually used this blanket, too, because when Aaron moved in, Aaron had nothing. The people he lived with before, they just kind of were like, here's your bed, here's your blankets, you know, blah, 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 towels over here. Just take care of your laundry, take care of your own food. Mm -hmm. So when he moved in, I had to take him to go buy a bed, and he just was like, Aaron is Party Boy USA at this time. So it was like money over everything. So money meant party the least he spent on anything at the house was money for partying so instead of buying like a nice bed he just bought a fucking futon for like a 100 bucks but he was like i don't have a blanket but i was like dude i have 100 blankets just take a couple of mine you'll be fine i had this blanket since i was like 14 and the color was so faded on it the fabric was like not like rough not like sandpaper but it wasn't necessarily soft anymore Mm -hmm. Aaron was like, dude, I love this blanket. And I was like thinking back to that blanket. I'm like, I would probably put that blanket on my bed and be like, get this shit off. This is fucking horrible. This is not a quality <laughs> blanket or quilt, whatever you want to call it. Like, this is horrible. Being an adult, I'm like, I'd rather buy something that's going to hold up and still be soft five years from now than having to go buy a new blanket every couple of years or, you know, six months or so just to keep up that whole appeal of it being soft. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Dude, even my toddler's on board with that. She has like select three blankets that are her blankets. No one else can have them. Only her. All right, what you got for me? Oh, I just got my, uh, my little rant since I got on the topic. Oh yeah. Of grocery store. And that is, damn door greeters at stores i had one the other day went out to walmart of course around here they have the self-checkouts open and then like the tobacco checkout is the only other one that they have open unless they just have that many damn people in the store which is like right by the uh, uh i can't remember what the side is called so you have grocery and then whatever the fuck they call the other side so basically like the other general merchandise that yeah. side dude watches me check out and then as I'm coming up, which usually their main thing is supposed to be like, if you have things that aren't bagged, that's what they're supposed to be looking at to like make sure that it's actually paid for. The only thing I have that's not bagged is a case of water, which obviously you, you can't bag that. So dude no. watches this. And then as I'm going out, you need to see receipt. It's like, bro, you literally just watched me. You can go fuck yourself. Like I paid for my shit. I'm leaving. It just irritated me because I was like, you literally have no reason whatsoever to stop me and check any of my shit. Like, fuck off. Our local Walmart, they stopped doing that. I think they had either too many people complain or too many shoplifters. Shop and so they were like, just let them go. It's a tax write off. We get insurance for shit that's stolen. It's yeah, not worth fighting. I, and that's like when I worked there. And of course, you know, this has been 12 years ago now or just about. It was like the door greeters were there, but you basically like you weren't allowed to do shit besides, you know, greet people as they walked in the store. You didn't check receipts, nothing like that. Like you just had to let people buy. Get your shit and get out. Yeah. Uh, another. Well, it's not even local. <laughs> it's local to us because there's like two grocery stores in my town and they both kind of suck. So you have to go to like the next city over. So it's local to me. The other store, what they do is if it's a bag or an item that you cannot bag, they put a sticker on it that says that it's paid for. Even right. if you go through self-checkout, they'll still slap the stickers on stuff that's not. So when you go, just they don't have like checkers or anything at the door, but just as you're like walking out the door, if you walk past an employee and you've got a cart full of shit, they can easily identify these stickers. They're like, they're designed so your eye catches them pretty quick. Yeah, that's that's uh, Dylan used to do that around here. I don't know if they still do anymore. They used to. After doing all the side projects at work that I had to do this week, 
I can give a fuck less about stickers right now. Stickers and labels. <laughs> oh, dude, I'll tell you that off air, but we don't need to get into work too much on the podcast. Every time my fiance is getting ready, you know, before we go out somewhere, how she looks, she's not very appreciative of my response of with your eyes. That's a good one. <laughs> I've used that one a time or two. Not going to lie. <laughs> how does a polar bear build its house? Hmm. It glues it together. Oh, did you know that justice really is a dish best served cold? I did not. Well, if it was warm, it would be just water. Ah, shit, you got me there. (laughs) That's a good one. What did the sea say to the beach? Nothing, it just waved. God damn it. (laughs) Do you know why I quit my job at the shoe recycling shop? Hmm. Because it was soul destroying. (laughs) I'll let you go, and then I got a, a good one. Yo, can you make me a sandwich? They always just roll their eyes because when they say that, go poof, you're a sandwich now. That's a good one. I need to start (laughs) using that. Why did the coffee call the police? Why? Because it got mugged. I mean, I could go through the whole book, but I don't think I'm going to come up with a whole lot else that we haven't heard a hundred times. Like, they're very, very repetitive on those jokes. Yeah. Here's a serious question for you. Go ahead. If there was ever zombies, obviously we know not everyone is a herbivore. You have the the nutty vegetarians. What do they eat? I have no fucking clue. Brains. Uh, You got me there. (laughs) You fucker. That was a good one. (laughs) I broke up with my girlfriend of five years because I found out she was a communist. I should have known there were red flags everywhere. <laughs> Since I moved my studio back into the office, I'm I have more free range in here, but the way that I have it all set up, that's why my angles different on my camera because I'm looking at the screen over here, but my camera's over here. You know what? That does work out though, because your your sound kind of dissipates a little more, and now every time you move your chair, it doesn't sound like you're just running over just tons of aluminum cans. You'd have to be worried if I was running over aluminum cans. (laughs) You know how efficient I am at recycling? Not not even recycling, but just getting rid of my beer cans if I'm drinking beer. Well, I usually drink beer anyways, but I keep the pack that my beer cans came in and either I'll crush them up or I'll just throw them back into the thing and then when it's time to take them out... Load them up in a bag and boom, there they go. I don't have to worry about a garbage can or anything like that. It's everything's just in a box ready to go. And we do have recycling in my area, so it's just easy to take out. So if I'm running over beer cans, you have every right to put me in a (laughs) rehab facility. Garrett. Keith. What's brown and sticky? A stick. Yes. That's my eight-year-old's favorite joke ever. (laughs) And she's told us that joke several times over the last six months. She, she thinks she's all clever and shit. She'll be sitting in the back seat. Hey, mom, do you know it's brown and sticky? <laughs> and so, like, we give her the benefit of the doubt more than less. And we'll be like, oh, I don't know what. A stick? <laughs> and we're like, ah, you got me. Uh, you know, kind of kind of worried about my fiance lately. Why is that? I really think she's starting to show signs of Alzheimer's because she started to say that she can't remember what she ever saw in me. (laughs) Good thing our fiancés do not listen to our show. (laughs) You know what my fiancé said to me was the last week or the week before? What? I just don't have enough time in the week to listen to your show. And so if I do listen to it, I just put it on the Alexa and let it play all night. Yada, yada. I'm like, okay. And she goes... So you could talk as much shit on me as you want, and I probably will never hear it. So you have my go ahead. I see. You know what? I know my fiance has played ours, but she straight up told me she's like, yeah, I just turn it then let it play and didn't actually listen to it. So like, all right, thanks. We need the listens. (laughs) But I know we have at least one faithful listener. What do you call a woke droid from Star Wars? What? R2 me too. Oh, fuck. That's a bit out there. (laughs) Uh, These ones, it's a a list of anti-woke jokes. 
Ah. How do you get a farm girl to marry you? How? First, a tractor. <laughs> and then farmers, or first of all, farmers only. Oh, I like this one. What's the difference between the internet and the North Pole? What? The internet has more snowflakes. Ain't that no fucking shit. <laughs> I asked my dad for his best dad joke. You know what he said? Huh? You. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> that, that cuts deep. If wholesale food sells sliced apples, isn't that false advertising? <laughs> uh, you, you know, you an apple a day, right? Yeah. Well, it's great if you're looking out for your health, but it's a piss poor business model. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Ben Franklin. <laughs> if only you were immortal. <laughs> What's red and smells like blue paint? Red paint. Yes. <laughs> Why didn't the vampire bite Taylor Swift? I'm curious because I don't know this one. She had bad blood. Damn it. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> What's orange and sounds like parrot? What? Parrot. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> if only I could rhyme Trump into that and be like, he's orange. <laughs> Just kidding. Speaking of. <laughs> 2016. To 2020, there we go. It just instantly, 27 came back to my mind again. The Secret Service wasn't allowed to yell "Get down" anymore when there was a danger. Do you know what they had to say instead? What? Donald Duck. If that is true, that would be like the best fucking thing ever. <laughs> Growing up, I was always scared of escalators. I took all steps to avoid them. <laughs> what do you call cheese that isn't you? Nacho cheese? Yes. What do you call a pencil with two erasers? What? Pointless. Do you know what fish has the most fans? No, I don't. A starfish. Ah, uh, that's a clever one. <laughs> I was like, I probably should know it, but whatever. <laughs> when Forrest Gump first got the internet, what was his password? One Forrest One. God damn it. You know, I was going to try to get a special guest on the show for us tonight. His name was Tony the Shetland Pony, but he couldn't make it. You know why? Why? He was a little horse. <laughs> Thank you, Bob and Tom. I grew up listening to Bob and Tom with my dad. Oh, yeah. I listen to that all the time with my dad in the car. I used to have that station set to my alarm clock and my grandpa came in my room and he's like, what the fuck are you listening to in here? Because they were on some like raunchy shit one day. And he was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, <laughs> sorry. Then he just walked out and was like, you got to go to work, dude. I like, I know. <laughs> what does a paleontologist and woke people have in common? I have no idea. They both enjoy digging up the past. Ooh. And if you have noticed yet, people, we are not all about the woke crowd life. If your fiance asks for a new car, just give her a DeLorean. Bitches love bringing up the past. <laughs> Should make a millennial version of Monopoly. It's where you just travel around the board paying rent, but never actually being able to afford anything. That cuts deep. <laughs> I felt that one in my bones. <laughs> like, dude, I'd say like. Two thirds of my paycheck goes to the mortgage. Three quarters of it goes to bills. <laughs> well, I probably more than that, like seven eighths, because my spending money is so low right now. I had a dream last night that I was a muffler. I woke up exhausted. <laughs> Did you hear the news that FedEx and UPS are merging into one company? Yeah, they're going to be called Fed Up now. That's like one of the oldest dad jokes. I've killed so many of your jokes tonight. I'm. <laughs> Oh, that's all right. I mean, we're dad, you know, like. It's what we do. Yeah, we have this knowledge. Before we call it an end on the show, though. Do you want to know the best way to end knock knock jokes? How? Well, there's two things. First one, I'll start with the joke. And then the second one's a serious one. First, the, the joke is put put a do not disturb necklace on. <laughs> The second option is anytime a little kid's like, knock, knock, just say, come in, the door's open. Yeah. 
because it stops their joke. They're like, oh, well, uh, that's not how you're supposed to answer. I'm like, well, the door is not locked. <laughs> one last one before we call it a night. Okay. You know how I've been looking at other jobs lately. I found one that was really appealing to me. What was it? Uh, it's working in a mirror factory. It's really something I can see myself doing. What do you call a cow masturbating? <laughs> I don't have a clue. Beef stroganoff. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, this has been dad jokes. I'm sorry about the long rants we had in the middle of the episode, but fucking deal with it. Yeah, this is a this is playing catch up while simultaneously trying to record an episode. So, hey, do us a favor. Uh, once you uh, make it to this point in the episode, hop onto Facebook, go to our uh, Facebook page, shoot us a message with your favorite dad joke, anti-woke joke, just any joke in general. And maybe if you're lucky enough, the next time we compile an episode like this, your joke will get used. Thanks for joining us this week, everyone. Be sure to like and subscribe. Follow us on Facebook. Do us a favor. Go over to Patreon. Check out the tier listings we have. See which one fits your needs. Until next time.